Heartbreak can severely limit our attention span. It can severely limit our interests and the things we enjoy. I remember feeling like all of the good things in the world were gone during my heartbreak. I knew they were physically still in the world, but the goodness was gone. They didn't matter. Nothing mattered at all. Some things that helped me were sad stories and sad songs, hearing tragedy. It might sound counterproductive to listen to sad things when you're sad yourself, but for me, they were a source of sympathy, a conversation in grief where I could completely let my guard down and not worry about being judged or being given unsolicited and unhelpful advice on how to fix my heartache. It was soothing for me to hear other people feeling sad like me, a tiny window into the truth that suffering and sadness affected more than just myself. I was not being singled out. It is a part of the human experience. More importantly, the hurt and pain did not mean I was doing something bad or wrong. It might not be for everyone, but it helped me. Happy stories and happy songs were intolerable. One of the great books I read was Doris Kearns Goodwin's Team of Rivals. It's a lengthy narrative about Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln is one of my favorite characters from all of history, as is true for a lot of people I know. He's a popular choice. For anyone who deals with depression or isolation or failure, you can find a friend and model in Lincoln. One of the things Lincoln learned to do dealt with his anger. When he found himself angry at one of his generals during the American Civil War, he would write them a hot letter, and he'd write down exactly what he was feeling, all the anger and frustration, and he would fold up the letter and put it away, never to be sent. I'm here to tell you, it's a great tool for working through emotions. It also works with sadness and heartache. I wrote more than one letter to my ex and tucked it away in a drawer. Some were angry, some were sad, some were kind. It was a very useful way to get some of those emotions out without actually contacting my ex. It's worth a try, and I encourage you to just try it. If you're not up for a book, documentaries can be a good way to learn about the lives of some of history's more tragic figures with difficult lives. These can help sometimes to put our present difficulties into perspective. One of the most important things to remember, and these are just ways to try to do that, is you are not alone in heartache. It is experienced by anyone living a life worth living. And while there are giant mountains of songs about heartache, books about heartache, art that comes from heartache, poetry, architecture, wonders of the ancient and modern world, inventions and achievements, all consequences of heartache and inspired by heartbreak, there is so little on how to get through it. That's the part no one talks about. That's the part that does not get written about or researched for some reason. 
I suspect it's because of a strange characteristic once heartbreak passes. I experience this from past heartbreaks, and I see it in almost every encounter I have with people going through heartbreak. Believe it or not, as awful as heartbreak is, as much as it grinds every part of our lives close to a stop, once it passes, once the clouds begin to lift, we move on so automatically and willingly and happily that we do not look back. We, in fact, barely even remember it. We so, so rarely even think of it. We do not recall those months of our lives lost to wanting to stay in bed and cry and will ourselves to make it through one more day. Maybe it's because when the clouds finally lift, we are so happy we just want to celebrate moving forward. Maybe it's because we are afraid of going back into the darkness, Maybe once the pain is past, who wants to relive it? Maybe because we feel lucky just to have made it out and we don't want to tempt fate. Maybe it's human nature to just press forward and not relive and think about the awful time we just made it through. In the middle of heartbreak, I know it's hard to believe, but I've seen it. When this passes... Once you move through it, you will so rarely think of it, if ever. Your recovery will be so complete that the memory of this time will fall way back into the archives of your mind that are barely ever accessed. It really will be a tiny footnote to this chapter of your life. People just forget it and move on which is remarkable considering the present suffering and impact heartbreak has on your life. We go from knowing we'll feel like this forever to barely remembering the pain. I tell you this as just another indication that this era will not define your life. Even if you can't believe that now, it is important to hear. So back to my point about the lack of helpful tools available to deal with heartbreak. Those might be the reasons why. But the effects of the scarcity of helpful tools and materials, the effects of those are that it's harder to find help. And it creates this illusion that we are one of the unlucky few to go through this, that we are alone in our suffering, something is wrong with us, or we made some mistake that caused this pain, and that most people, the smarter or luckier people, don't go through this. That's absolute nonsense. Again, anyone living a worthwhile life goes through heartbreak, and while it affects different people in different ways and to different extremes, the suffering is very real. It hurts. It feels unbearable at times. It impacts everything we do. And I am here to tell you, this experience is part of our existence. You are not alone. 
the hurt and pain do not mean you've done anything wrong. I know you feel completely broken, but you are still whole. Your pieces are rearranging a bit, compensating for someone coming and going out of your life. The consequence of love. It is not punishment. You are still whole. And you are enough. Know that. Thanks for listening. This podcast is free and available to all. For more, to send me a note, visit heartbreakpodcast.com. I wish you peace. Peace.